Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Hear me now. Hear me now. Hear me now. Hear me now. Is that better or worse than it was? Yeah, that's me. Oh, fuck's sake. Why is it not working? To my left, 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 No, not there, Phil. That's right. Hello, good evening, and go fuck yourself. It's the To My Left Insert Topic podcast, episode 10. Yay! Episode 10? Double yep, figures. The occasionally profane and always profound. No, I got that wrong. Hold on. The occasionally profound and always profane <laughs> podcast of five old uni mates just talking bullshit for an hour and a half. My name's Jonesy, and I've got apples here. You all right, apps? I'm good, mate. How's you? I'm not bad, mate. Not bad at all. all right. And uh, Big Phil's here. How you doing, buddy? How do you do, Lee buddies? Man of a thousand voices, as we found out from episode eight. And on time, <laughs> unbelievably, because we contacted his missus, uh, Miguel's here. You all right, Miguel? Well, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, first of all, what's everyone drinking? I'm just going upstairs to grab a beer. Uh, <laughs> oh, not ready. That's a finable offence. Unbelievable. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't sound like he's at home then, because you don't have an upstairs. <laughs> I'm I'm on the landing. Uh, I'm podcasting and building bicycle all at the same time. Ah. <laughs> Who said blokes couldn't multitask? Exactly. <laughs> Your neighbours, probably. What, uh, bike, <laughs> what bike are you building, Mick? Uh, the one I need in a week. Ooh, for tour? Yeah. Shh, don't mention tour in front of Phil. <laughs> tour in a week? Don't worry about it, I'm over it. I'm fine, I'm over it. You don't sound I can't fine. afford to go anyway. You're, you're saying the right word. No, I am. The inflection means something different. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You know, I, um, no, my main concern about cycling is not missing tour. It's the fact that I won't be able to do tour to Abbott. But anyway, you're not going to be able to do tour to Abbott. <laughs> no, I mean physically. I mean, I can, oh, I can be, be there. <laughs> you'll be fine. Um, anyway, sorry. I, I'm drinking a can of Budweiser because it's what I've got in the fridge. <laughs> That's a good choice. Fair enough. What drink you got in the fridge? Yeah. What, what about you, Mister Apples? I have got something fresh from Frills Wedding. That's just oh, that a They now sell it by the bowl. Oh, I was impressed. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that went down well that day. So I'm going to have a bit more. <laughs> Job done. I've got uh, a glass. It's nice. It's very sweet, though. This isn't actually that sweet. I was surprised. I thought, I don't remember. I don't know. I remember it being sweeter, but it's not too bad. Because I'm not a well, great fan of sweet, sweet ciders. I think I that might be a lot sweeter than the factors. The sweetness yeah, might have had something to do with all the Jaeger bombs we were down in as well. <laughs> Talking of Jaeger bombs. Sorry, Jamesy, we interrupt. we interrupt what you... Uh, oh, I did it again. <laughs> That's okay. No problems. Yeah, I'm drinking... I've been in the sun all day, so it's not going down very well, but uh, a glass of French red, which is quite nice. A Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Pretentious shit. Pretentious shit. I'm so pretentious, I am. Yeah, obviously. Jamesy always takes it highbrow. Highbrow. Talking about pretentious. Yeah. I'm having uh, Rebel Brewing Company's Dark Cornish Ale, 80 shilling. 
80 shilling. Oh, okay, fair enough. Is that how much it costs? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> fair enough. There's a, there's a warthog with a deer stalker in a hot air balloon as its label. Mm. Fair play. And it's got a normal, you say? It's got a sh- he's got a shovel in his hand as well. A shovel? Yeah. Odd. No, that looks yeah, quite... Timon and Pumba went travelling. What type of um, what type of beer is it? It's a dark Cornish ale. Oh, we've got nice. a guest. We've got a guest voice. Where's that guest voice come from? Is it Bridget? Is it Leanne? Is it Jen? Sound like Leanne. Sounded like it Leanne. was Leanne telling me to shut the door. Yes. <laughs> shut, <laughs> the door. <laughs> shut that door. <laughs> I can't believe it picked up. I only barely heard it myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, we heard it clear as much. Clear as much. Anyway, Apples, uh, have we got your attention? Because you seem to be typing something. <laughs> Apples. Typing up his CV. Yeah, so. Do we have your attention, dear? <laughs> Sorry. We <laughs> have my complete attention. You don't have your complete attention because you're typing something. Are you doing something with your orcs in Neverland or whatever? Yeah. Right next to Peter Pan. That's where the orcs came from. Are you World of Warcrafting while podcasting? No. All right, new rule. We're not allowed to World of Warcraft or Pokemon during podcasting. <laughs> Which rolls us on to nothing. Enemy of the Podcast nominations. <laughs> Shockingly. Who wants Ooh. to go first? They're going to want Jonesy's is going to be. <laughs> I want Jonesy's to go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing at the age of 35 playing Fucking Pokemon, it's ridiculous. I'm not it well, and late mid thirties, <laughs> early thirties, whatever. But it's oh, it's I don't get it. It's silly. It's daft. You just... So yeah, my nomination. <laughs> enough said. Every time you play Pokemon, a bit of your virginity grows back. That's the rule. <laughs> Until you get to level twenty, and then you then you are full on virgin. Your hymen is completed. <laughs> I strongly suggest all girlfriends play. <laughs> Get that home and back, ladies. <laughs> Auntie Apples is word of advice there. Fair enough. So that, that's my domination. I know it's not going to win, but fair enough. If I'm honest, Jonesy, due to my very short attention span, I've actually pretty much stopped playing. Yeah. <laughs> but I know Apples and uh, Miggy are still going strong. Yeah. Mig was going I around. might sound a bit louder. I just changed my mic. Yeah, that sounds a lot better, mate. Uh, I got to level 20 as of, was it the day before? He was doing the 24. Oh, 24. Jesus. He was doing the My London 100 playing Pokemon. It was ridiculous. Did part- you want a serious counter to your, to your enemy of the podcast? Yeah, go on. So, right, there, there's a lot of people playing this. Yeah, when I say a lot of people, I mean a lot of people. <laughs> They aren't all idiots. Anyway, what on earth can be wrong with getting people out and about? And let's be honest, this does that. This does that. Oh, yeah, like the guy who collected all of them and he lost like three stone or something ridiculous. That's one extreme, isn't it? But, yeah, I mean, literally, there's been a couple of times where rather than just go get my lunch and sit and work, I've walked around for 45 minutes. I wouldn't have done that otherwise. Um... And I'm just one example. Like, and there's a lot. Have you lost weight playing it then? 
no, because I'm still eating like a fat cunt. So no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and did you get Bridget to drive you around the block collecting Pokemon one evening? No, she was doing it as well. So <laughs> I didn't get her to do it, but we did, yeah. Like today, today's a really good example as well. So my, so Bridget's cousin went into labour and got twin niece, uh, niece and nephew. And we didn't know what to do with them. He decided he wanted to play Pokemon Go. So literally, we were just walking around for two, three hours. That can't be a bad thing, rather than being stuck inside the house trying to entertain kids. So I actually think it's not necessarily a bad thing. I can see it's a bit like, I don't know. It's a fad. Online app crack. (laughs) But, you know, it's risky. You've got to be careful. Like you get Kids, I can imagine, get caught in the the pay inside of it, but I can't see any problem with getting people out and about in a world when everybody's looking at their phones anyway. So that'd be my opinion. I think they'd be better picking an Olympic sport than playing Pokemon for five minutes. Well, I could play the Olympics and have no one watch me and or snap my leg in half like that right last night. So yeah. Yeah, I'm good. That one, eh? <laughs> I didn't see the injury. What happened? Oh, it was a horrendous. Yeah, it put, oh, it's proper What's what's it called? Is it not the horse? Is Bomber it, horse. It, I don't know what. Bomber horse. No, the vault. The vault. The vault. Vault. Thank you, Phil. So a guy oh. comes up, does like a triple spin. I don't know, one eighty bollocks kickflip. <laughs> I don't know. But lands funny. At like like he's falling over and like his his leg snaps. Literally, it's hanging <clears throat> and he sits up and he's like his foot's hanging. It's it's, it's like his um. What's your two shin bones called? Tibia and fibia, is it? Yeah. Both go, I think. Yeah. My, my oh. must both go, because it's, yeah, That's it's horrific. Must be. Actually, to be fair, you know, um, well, Tommy's friend originally, but my friend now as well, Wub, um, she broke her ankle falling off a one of those Tough Mudder walls. When you do a Tough Mudder, you have to <laughs> Cool. So that's my, yeah, uh, Pokemon is my enemy. My hero of the week is the woman who got lost at the cricket at Edgebaston yesterday and walked directly up the side screen under the car falling. <laughs> is she hero or enemy? Uh, she's my hero. <laughs> she's fucking brilliant. Absolute drunk woman. Just like she's interrupting. trying to climb the ladder. Yeah, <laughs> she's like climbing over the top, falling, completely lost, but was like determined to do it. I don't know what, at what point when you're climbing up a ladder to navigate your way around a sports stadium <laughs> that you must think, I, I think I'm going the wrong way. <laughs> it's well worth Googling apples. I know you don't know cricket's on. I was, I was at a family barbecue with no signal and only had like text message. So I had text Apple to say, what's the score? And he went, what match? <laughs> I was like, fucking you. <laughs> you twat. Anyway. Watch your pig racing. <laughs> yeah, you were watching pig. What was the name of the pig's apple? Uh, Harry Trotter, Buswine yeah. Bowl, Salam uh, uh, Chop, and I can't remember the fourth one. It's funny, it's as good as Uswine Bowl, but I can't remember it. But yeah. Linford Crispy good. Pork was my idea, but I think that's a little bit dated and it doesn't really work. But yeah, I was trying to think of more. The younger generation will know who Linford Crispy is. <laughs> <laughs> He was back in a big sausage, though, wasn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see uh, Rebecca Adlington groping the, uh, what's his name, the co-commentator as well? That was quite funny. Mark Foster. Yeah, having a grope under the table. Really? Jesus. Yeah, she got caught live. It was all over Twitter. I saw what, you know, the presenter on the other side, I saw what she was wearing. She looked 
amazing. Yeah, they were saying about that. They were saying about that as well. Twitter storm. Anyway, who who else is uh, nomination for Enemy of the Podcast? Phil? Well, who was that? What was Apple's? Did Apple's do one then? No, Apple hasn't done one yet. He's got his hand up. That's why there's two Apple. Can you come back to me because I'm weighing up two at the moment. I'll tell you one. Yeah, go on, Apple. Which which two are you weighing up? Oh, yeah, you Topical, right, topical. I, I was trying to blag it, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I was trying to blag it and say I was going to pick the other one. Right, <laughs> well, so after that, let's go to Apple's then, because you probably know more. Yeah. So I, it's got to be, isn't it? Um, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, got for it. letting Russia fucking... Why are they not banned completely from the Olympics? Like they, everyone whinges about giving. Oh, like all these different sports. Like Jonesy got a first to slag off football. They cheat and cheat and cheat, and they shouldn't be there. Even the IIC have now banned them, but for some reason the Olympic Committee decided they weren't. So I mean, it's disgusting. They should. They're 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 a shock. They're just shocking. Shambles. They're t- giving out the complete wrong message. Yeah, shambles. Sorry. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, I so know yeah, that's yeah, my enemy. To each governing body of the individual sports to yeah. make a decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, let me wash the hands of this and let you decide. It's like, what? How does that? No. <laughs> that's exactly what they did, isn't it? Is it I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, they they won an Olympic gold for fobofery, I think. <laughs> my um, <laughs> my favourite um, talk sport headline was um, the governing body of table tennis have allowed the Russian table tennis players to compete. <laughs> table tennis is... <laughs> Table tennis. <laughs> table tennis. What kind of dope doing table um, tennis? That's immense. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that Russia, Russia are probably so far down the world rankings because it's only Chinese people that ever win table tennis that they weren't even that fast. <laughs> yeah, so, I was watching some of the swimming last night, and there was a, a swimmer who was favourite to win, a female swimmer from from some Soviet country, ex communist country. I can't remember exactly which one. And even the commentators were like, well, she's about 15 seconds quicker than she was last year. So she's obviously having something different than a Weetabix for breakfast. <laughs> and then saying that, well, that split she just did was faster than the men did it to win the gold last four years ago. <laughs> uh, this woman gets out like, looking like fucking Incredible Hulk. <laughs> like, yeah, well, there you go. Even when the commentators are going, well, I don't want to say she's on drugs, but I'm going to take the piss anyway. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It just makes a farce of the whole thing. It's just, yeah, it's shocking, really. But did, did oh well. She win? Uh, wait, it was that, she won a heat, but it's, I think it's the finals tonight, oh. so we'll find out. But the British girl, uh, Smiley Miley, or whatever her name is, I think she's in that race. So that'll be on later. But yeah. but you love the Olympics, don't you, Apples? You love all Not different, really. all different sports apart from football. All that competition, all that fair play. Oh, I don't, I don't watch Olympic football. It's fucking shocking. No, not the football in Spellend. Every other sport. <laughs> no one yeah, watches no, Olympic that's... football. No, I don't really watch anything on the Olympics. I watch the 100 metres. And I don't know if other people say you should really watch this because it's good or momentous, then I'll watch it. If not, I couldn't give a fuck. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's not very interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. You learn a load of sports. Not... You become an expert after five minutes. And have an opinion on oh, a judo. You become an expert in diving and uh, <laughs> figure skating. It's like, oh no, that wasn't very good. Yeah. I think I prefer the intelligence and skill involved in team games as opposed to. I appreciate the sheer power of athletes, but it doesn't impress me. 
if you're faster than someone else, I don't get don't get me wrong. Like it's application and training and all the rest of it as well. But if you're faster, you're faster. Half the time it's genetics, half the time it's fucking plugged in genetics if you're Russian. But like <laughs> that's there's no skill involved, really. No, that, that's my very limited view of the Olympics and yeah. athlete. Athlete. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you to some extent. But then you've got to think, you know, there's what, how many billions of people in this world? And they're literally, imagine you could really? say that I am the fastest, I can literally run the fastest than any other human in the planet at this time. That's quite an amazing feat. What? How, how many billions? Are, yeah. Seven billion, is there seven billion in the world? Something like that, yeah. I don't know, mate. Yeah. But, anyway, but I do agree with what you mean. Like, there might be genetics for why that guy, like, why you say Bolt is like a freak of nature in some respect. Like, it's almost like a freak show. But be able to say that I am the fastest person in the, out of seven billion people that inhabit this world. Well, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Well, on the on the Olympics, you know, we we've all played hockey. Some of us to a decent standard. Some of us just for fun. But you know, for a long period of time, hockey is not a television sport at all it doesn't like and what i can enjoy it from a tactical point of view but it doesn't work on the television well am i the only I one mean, who thinks the, that i think it does but i've been watching and playing the game for a long time mm. and i can you, you know you always sort of learn to read where the ball is and things like that yeah, whereas yeah, so tactically wise yeah. um so you can still sort of watch a game because you keep up with what's happening. But I imagine if you've never played the game and not really watched it before, you can go, I can't even see the ball. I don't know what's going on. You know when the ball gets smashed into the D and someone flicks it in and it's in the net? Yeah. It's a really impressive goal that we all pick up and see. Bloody hell, you see that deflection, great deflection. Yeah. Yeah, a, you <laughs> score goals, my lord. Um, but... Um, <laughs> But I guess if you're in layman's, it just doesn't really pick up for the layman. Whereas games like football and rugby, you can get into if you're a layman as well as if you played the sport for years. Does that make sense? No, definitely. I think that's hockey. I've heard people down the pub struggle with rugby, to be fair. They're like, oh, what's yeah. going on? Like, you know, why do they keep yeah, passing yeah. it and all that sort of stuff? So, yeah. I think, um, yeah, rugby especially. If you go to watch a live rugby match, you'll see that... Like, I've watched rugby for years on the TV, but, and I've never really played that much. But when I go to watch live rugby matches, I do enjoy it, but I miss so many decisions because yeah. you need to know the game to a, certain, to a certain degree or even played it to a certain degree to really follow it. And I and it's not only me. When I've been sat in rugby crowds, you can tell there's loads of people just there taking selfies and stuff because they have no idea what's actually happening on the pitch until someone <laughs> actually does a break, actually breaks the line. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so I'd like to say I'm better than the majority of some rugby crowds, but I just find in rugby crowds you'll notice that there's occasionally when like scrums are happening, there's just a really big lull in the crowd because they're not they're not following it. But, yeah, makes sense. No, no, it does make yeah. sense. Yeah, possibly. Sorry, I, I struggle with scrums on TV, let alone when I'm fifty feet away. Oh well, rugby union scrums at the moment are fucking shocking. <laughs> Appreciate they've got to make him safe, but they've changed it a lot. Yeah, it's and, and the problem is it's becoming like a really tactical thing. So you make yeah. the scrum break down, and you know you get the scrum to keep breaking down. You get a penalty from it, and you keep knocking the score up with penalties. Um, when you know back in the old days, you used to have a scrum try and get the ball out of the scrum <laughs> as quickly as possible. Now they keep it in the scrum, hoping they'll win a penalty. Yeah, so. More I, 
something I yeah. never see these days that you saw about 15, 20 years ago. You just get, you'd get like Argentinians are amazing at it. Sometimes Tongans, they get, they just go pure power and weight. And I'm not kidding that the scrum goes about 30 meters down the pitch because they just yeah. can't <laughs> stop it. And you just, you don't get that now. You're not allowed to. And yeah. Mm. Yeah, because they'll just stand up and give the penalty or get the, the scrum reset. They, they just bring or, it down. They bring it down. I mean, you look at New Zealand now. They're not the biggest side in the world. They're still the best, but they're not the biggest pound for pound. The biggest side. They're nowhere near the bulk yeah. of someone like the Welsh team. But the Welsh team have got I, too um, big and bulky. All right, good choice then, IOC, and we've divulged yep. slightly. Uh, Miguel? Uh, mine was Olympics related as well, and I've totally forgotten it. Um, oh, yeah, it was, it was the, um, the how you're not allowed to use certain words in marketing if you're not an uh, official yeah. sponsor of. Like, you can't use the word win. You can't use the word for... What? Can't use the word what? what? I like you say anything related to the Olympics, um, and it's it's just mental. Um, it's like that guy in Stratford who had a kebab shop, and he opened it up and he called it Olympic Kebab, and he had to change it. So all he did was um, he graphed a line on the C and made it into an A. So it was Olympia Kebab, okay. and uh, I mean, it was, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 it's no, brilliant. But, um, yeah, you just can't use any sort of marketing anything. But then you've got the devil's advocate side of things when it's like, well, if you're going to pay millions of pounds to be the official sponsor of the Olympics, you don't really want every Tom, Dick and Harry jumping on the bandwagon. So I, I can see it, but it just fucks me up. But they, they do create uh, ways of doing it. I've, I mean, I've just come back from cricket and I need to eat quickly. So I passed the KFC and had a drive through. And I could have Rio chicken bites because they haven't, obviously, they're not the official <laughs> fast food sponsor. It's McDonald's or Burger whatever. So, yeah, yeah, Rio chicken bites is what I had. And then it tastes like Rio, which is a little bit of spice. Um, Mick, although I totally yeah. agree with you, is that again the enemy of the podcast being the IOC? Because surely they're the ones that uh, enforce that or. Um, that let's, let's call it official sponsorship. Okay. Because in, in the same thing with the... as well. What, what's your <laughs> Um Just because we like a bit of cycling on this podcast, apart from Apple. <laughs> um, <laughs> the I want to say the course designer of the road race course for the men's road race yesterday. Okay. I think they. Yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. I think they messed it up a bit. Well, no, I I mean it's it had drama, but they what they did is they made it slightly too difficult for all of the athletes which it should be the right jamesy i can see what jamesy's about to say now already he looked like <laughs> robot wars at the end everyone was on their fucking asses it was great yeah <laughs> it was but they like one of the three guys that got to the end was didn't have any any energy just was like fuck it i'll take the bronze i cannot even contest this yeah the yeah <laughs> like yeah because they were all just absolutely cane, and they've done that stupid descent, which you could see all the leaves and the water on the um, course because it was underneath a canopy and it was slippery. And Garrett Thomas ended up in a pile of leaves at a gutter because he went off. And it was the third time they've done it. And I guess sort of... This has undertones because when Phil's descending, he's a fucking wuss and he gets overtaken by better <laughs> people. <laughs> well, I, I, did all right, I did all right in... Um, 
I did all right in Dorset, didn't I, mate, the other day? I did. Yeah, it's yeah. good to say. There was some, yeah, but, yeah, it, I don't know. I just think that they could have just toned it down sort of 5% and it would have been a real decent, like, maybe a group finish and things like that and exciting. But all it was, it was all really strung out and half the people crashed because the course was too hard. And I disagree. It, it was it... very exciting. Mm. When you had two people... <laughs> <laughs> there are two people crossing the lines. Like they're all three of them. It's the Olympics. All three of them are going to get a medal, and it was just like, wouldn't it have been better to see ten people at the line contesting it? What and have, a, and have a sprint finish kind of thing. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought it was British are very exciting. They sort of generically yeah. considered the most exciting type of finish. Yeah, and like you, yeah, get, and... you, you get lots of sprint finishes in Grand Tours and stuff like that, where you've got loads of domestics helping out the sprinters to get there. Where this was yeah. literally just a one-off road event, quite long, quite tricky, quite dangerous, and it was last man standing or last man on his saddle, and I thought that was, and it was lucky, and that's what the Olympics is. I mean, you look at the fucking Winter Olympics, and like the gold yeah. medal in the speed skating is just the luckiest fucker who can stand on his feet the longest. And that's what you want to see much, in the Olympics. Apples would have actually enjoyed it if it was a technical thing. Apples would have been like, oh, what, what the fuck? Apples is the layman in this in this regard. Is the Ray Winston? The the, the World Championships. Don't you press that button. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the World Championships where Kowski or whatever the other Polish guy won it. That was a lot more exciting because he was up against that German guy whose name I forget now, and they duked it out for like the whole race, and they still had a lot of energy at the end. Like that was a more exciting race than that one, just because everybody crashed, and then you were like, well, you know. Six people at the end, and now three people at the end. You know who's going to get the medals. Do you know what I mean? No, I mean. <laughs> but anyway, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Right. So the nominations are Pokemon, the IOC <laughs> as a whole, the guy. See how many votes Pokemon gets, seeing as Jonesy isn't allowed to vote for it. <laughs> the people who pick this through. The people who designed <laughs> the cycling course. Nick, help me out. Can't remember yours. It was that memorable. Oh yeah, media. Um, marketing. Yeah, uh, the marketing media. Sponsorship. Okay, fair enough. So, how many votes for Pokemon? Pokemon, nil point. How many votes for the IOC for not allowing for allowing Russia in? Aye. Aye. Okay. Oh, and I'll work. So Apples has got a vote left. Uh, who votes for the guy who arranged the race? The cycling race. No. And uh, who votes for the branding of the Olympics? I. How dare they change the kebab shop name? <laughs> <laughs> How dare they? So we have a two-way tie between the IOC as a whole and the kebab shop, which has to change its name. <laughs> Uh, do we want to do a second vote like the Labour election? Yeah. Between okay. the last two? Yeah, between the last two. Is anyone going to change their vote? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, Tommy. Yeah, I will. I'll change my vote. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, no. We should wait for Tommy to pick. Like, if he's listening to this in Cuba, he should text in and vote. Yeah? I, cha- I changed my vote to the road race just so I can win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, so the IOC as a whole is the enemy of the week podcast. That's been in. Fuck you very much, IOC.
Purely is a super fan, he's not a girl, he is a man. Purely is a super fan, he's not a girl, he is a man. Purely is a super fan, he's not a girl, he is a man. Purely is a super fan. But he does wear blouses. Right. <laughs> that moves us on to our own topics. So, to my left, insert topic, apples. Next. <laughs> Alright. Um I I asked my wife just before I came up, I was like, give me a topic, I forgot I haven't done any research. And she just showed me an article where a um a man has dyed his dog to resemble a Pikachu. So it's a fluffy little Maybe it's a Pekingese, maybe? I don't know. Poodly type dog with long hair and he's dyed it so it's yellow with like two red cheeks. And Leanne is saying, that's really cruel. That's really cruel. Do you guys think that it is animal cruelty? No. Cruelty? Yeah. I wouldn't say it was cruelty. Because dogs love attention. And if it spent that time having just like a manicure and stuff like that and and it's not affecting his fur... They don't particularly care yeah. what they look like. This is what this is what I said. Oh no, you all agree with me. That that, that ruins a discussion topic. Topic. <laughs> that was just because the was like, oh, it's really cruel. Right? And I was like, well, no, the dog probably had loads of fun doing it and doesn't know that it's bright fucking yellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I would say I would never do it to my dog if I had a dog. Um, Not a Pikachu, anyway. Hey, Phil. <laughs> Maybe yeah, a Charmander. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, or every time. Um, but yeah, I just. Um, all right, fine. Well, my topic was shit because you all agreed with me. So, well, <laughs> we all agree. So there's no no discussion. But yeah. <laughs> Good topic, Phil. I'm trying to remember so. mine. Fuck. All right, actually, well, what I was going to say when someone disagreed with me, but no one did. Right, okay, so to my left, insert topic, Miguel. Uh... To my left, insert topic, <laughs> Apple. <laughs> no, Miguel I'm... just turned into a zombie, sorry. Apple, I'm now. Yes, so, right, mine's is an interesting one, and my, my interest has oh. been... Peaked. Well, let us be the judge if it's interesting or not. Yeah, exactly. As I say, conspiracy theories. So, okay, I've always been one. (laughs) Josie's laughed already. But I've always been one where, don't get me wrong, a lot of them are horseshit. Let's be fair. A lot of them are crap. But so I went on the stag doing Cologne, and the guy, one of my old schoolmates' mates, guy called Jack, very intelligent bloke. He's on a lot of drugs, which (laughs) might explain this. But he's like super, I mean, he really is very passionate about, you know, conspiracy theories. And he adamantly believes, well, he adamantly believes in a lot of it about suppression of true knowledge and all the rest of it. So like little things like the world being flat. Now, it may sound really silly, but if you actually look it up, there's a lot of compelling arguments that actually (laughs) there is. Have you actually read it, though? 
Have I, I read the bullshit that people lie about? Before. No, no, no. But there's, it's funny how, because of the way we are relying on only one or two sources of info to confirm it, it can be controlled. So the thing is, like, I suppose what I'm getting at with this and the reason yeah, for my discussion is, yeah. how, but how much of it do you think is, like, do you think genuinely all of it's nonsense? Are you, are you, do you honestly think a lot of it's nonsense? Like, you get this stuff about the Rothschilds, yeah? So the Rothschilds are the people that yeah. own all the central banks, yeah? The 13 families and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, so they were saying, you know, again, another one is, you know, there was only, I think there was four central banks in the world that weren't owned by the Rothschilds. And that was Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, and North Korea. Obviously, Afghanistan and Iraq now mysteriously are owned by the Rothschilds. And only Iran and North Korea are left. And so there's, you know, how much of it is to support these these huge, I don't want to say you know, corporations, it's all, you know, Michael Moore and all that shit. But how much of it is honest like, again this gun thing is interesting because it's common sense to me if you allow americans guns more people are going to get shot it's but, the second amendment you cannot change yeah, the second but, amendment there's a very real conspiracy theory going about that america is the only one that because so many people are armed if there was an uprising against this i don't know this super thing that controlled all information Who's the true threat? Who can really actually stand against someone like that? So they're arguing America can because they've got the people with guns who could. And that's why they want to take gun control away. Like, I know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I believe in a lot of this, but it's interesting. It makes you, it makes you think, I think. Like, you know, I, I think we're all smart enough to know, let's be honest, not everything we're told is the truth. Let's be fair. It can't be, can it? The truth is out Common there. Sense. The truth, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> So, yeah, what do people think about that? Do you think it's all just complete tinfoil hat nonsense? Or do you think there's some truth to some of the stories? Do you think it's just people with the internet and too much time in their hands? What? Honestly. All, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. No, uh, I don't think people, and if you look at examples through the last 20 years, I think we give governments and institutions too much credit for how organised they are. I don't believe they're organised at all. I think they fucking bumble through like everybody else with self-preservation. You look at Iraq and the Chilcot Inquiry and all that stuff about Blair being a war criminal and a terrorist and stuff like that. No, he just got it fucking wrong. He thought there was WMD in there. They didn't turn out to be it. The... the uh, did I say it uh, the last time I, on the podcast? I was at some do with Giles Brantrip was doing a talk and uh, he was doing a book on the Queen and following the Queen around. And uh, they went into the Bank of England uh, to their plush new offices, the Queen and the Princess, uh, Prince of Edinburgh, uh, what's his name? Duke of Edinburgh and stuff. And they were going around. Uh, Mervyn King was showing them around all the offices and all these plush, like, central London place, all this, you know, high tech kind of stuff. And it was about 2009. And uh, they've been showing around for about two hours. And just as the, uh, it, she shoves, like, Duke of Edinburgh into the car and just says to Mervyn King, goes, oh, by the way, uh, tell me, uh, how many people work here? And Mervyn King was, like, 327. 
And she just went, oh, and none of them, and none of them saw it coming, did they? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> just gets into the car, kind of thing. So there's someone who sees, you know, the queen sees everything that was going on, and she's seen it for a long time. And she's bright as a button, you know. She, yeah, she, she knows she what the fuck's going on. And I, I just think we're more. I, I, I think these conspiracy to get to the point, these conspiracy theories give the governments and the institutes of this world too much fucking credit for what is actually going on because they're just bumbling their way through like the rest of us are in fucking life. You look at when you get these people in the uh, parliamentary select committees, like the guy from Sports Direct or that dude who's going to lose his should you know, BHS and that terrible thing BHS, he's done with the pension yeah. plan. He ain't got a fucking clue what's going on. And all the politicians are like, all have swooned with him. Blair swooned with him for years and years and years. And he ain't got a fucking, he ain't got a Scooby-Doo. That's my opinion. Uh, I agree, actually, Jonesy. It's one of the most more astute things you've said in our sort uh, <laughs> of our uh, friendship. Thank you, Ray. Can, I, no, can I... I now invalidate that Jonesy's whole thing because Phil agreed with it? Phil agreed that people are stupid. Genuinely, sort of like our banking system and everything, our fiscal monetary policy and all these things is made up of so many mon- um variables that these all these conspiracy theories that say um that say you know oh this happened and then this happened and this happened these these three events caused this absolute event and you're like no that's that's bullshit there's just hundreds of variables that you like i don't know i reckon more than conspiracy theories you've probably got things like chaos theory do you remember that from like jurassic park and things like that things will happen and you can't govern it and like People do their best, but actually, Jonesy's right. They're probably just bumbling through and controlling it as best they can, but you can't always change the variable. The one I do believe in at the moment, and I think is being played out with Brexit and with the US elections, have you seen the last series of House of Cards? Uh, No, I don't. It's in regards to social media, and this is really tin tin hat, as Apples would say, Uh, like before politicians or the elite class have not have access to what's spoken about or or how it's spoken about in the working classes or in blue collar america you know in social clubs in pubs and stuff like that i mean people don't go out as much as they used to because of social media and the internet that's why crime's down massively over across most of the western world but what they do have is access to everything which is spoken about on social media so to the majority of the electorate which is the working class or blue collared americans they now can they've got access to their lingo to the languages the language they use and the sentiments that they use and that's why Donald Trump's getting so much traction because he doesn't have any policies he just says the words that they're saying like let's make this great again this is fantastic let's get rid of these Mexicans let's build a wall all that kind of horrible stuff which is spoken about in on social media and shouldn't really be discussed at all is now the people the highest bidder being the billionaire Donald Trump has probably brought that information off a hacker or something for Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that social media shit, and he's manipulating the data, basically, you know, the most words used to try and latch onto the electorate. Jonesy, Actually, just so you know, you know you talk about hackers. Yeah. Well, it doesn't even need that. So we've just got a system no. that we're installing at the moment, and it's called HP Explore, and it's like a speech analytics, but it does everything. And even, even off that... I can scan Facebook, Twitter, 
for keywords like pensions or pension reforms and I can find out if people use this word and they have a positive response to it or a negative okay. response to it. Really? Like yeah. I can do that off of a system I've got in my work. So yeah. they've got more powerful it's shit than I have. Yeah. So yeah, this and it's all if I'm honest, it's all for like it's done for the right reasons. So in my case it's for customer service. In other cases it'll be marketing and media. As you say, but if in it's the case of Donald Trump cut, it's abused. Yeah. It, well yeah, it could be, yeah. I don't doubt that it isn't. It would make sense, in all honesty. It, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take info and use that? Because it's going to be your ammo, isn't it? So, yeah, I see what you mean. Hmm. Phil, sorry, I cut you off, buddy. Um, I think it was me, actually. Actually, James, you reminded me of the only conspiracy theory, and it's not even a conspiracy theory, but like the closest I can think of to a conspiracy theory that I've been thinking at the moment is just that, you know, all of this ISIS stuff and anti-Muslim and Donald Trump's rise to power mm. with the right-wing politics and stuff like that. I always just think, to me, it always seems like there's someone pulling the strings to benefit from all of it, i.e. supplying weapons, oil, things like that. Like, But it's someone that we don't... Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's organisations and people that we don't see in social media a lot. It's I feel like Trump, people like Trump and ISIS are puppets for ultimately the big industries that make the money out of war and things like that yeah. um and actually i, I li- listened to a really good um you, you guys heard a ted talk so podcast as well yeah, yeah i love TED more talk. accomplished podcast the podcast i've only seen the youtube channel and uh, stuff like that oh no the well, ted talk radio i was really good yeah i loved it the, um, there there was one about this lady who was talking about um i can't remember her name now sorry um she's talking about guns in africa and ak-47s and the distribution of ak-47 and just how, um, you know, people say, oh, there's lots of people getting shot with guns. Put more guns into the region so that the people, police can have guns so they can stop the people with guns. And then they're like, and she's like, the only person that's benefiting from all of that is yep. um, is the gun, co- gun yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah. And, the and, like, and all these people, more and more people are dying in these. And then they, she had showed facts about, you know, the top 10 gun makers in the world are the top 10 richest companies, whereas uh, countries. Um, and then the most amount of guns per person in the countries are like the 20 least um, well-off countries in the world and stuff like that. It's just it's pretty amazing facts. And I just, you know, just feel like we're being controlled by big corporations. And that actually, if we all collectively decided to put a stop to all of this, perhaps we could. Do you know what I mean? Or if people that were in the charge of profiteering from all of this collectively decided, actually, no, we've had a change of heart. We don't want people dying because of our products, and they could probably stop it. They won't overnight, do it, though. They make too much money, yeah. Never will. Well, they never will. Yeah. Another good example of that, Phil, is like, look at the cannabis things coming back up now, isn't it? As these files are becoming released now, they're saying cannabis is actually still, and they reckon it's still one of the best cancer drugs out there. But okay. like the pharmaceutical companies are kind of hiding all like so much of the evidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, it doesn't all the vaccines and all the drugs they produce and all the controls they do to try and not cure cancer, just maintain it. Let's be honest. Like where they're saying, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff again, like it's, it's so hard to work out what's true and what's not. But like there's a lot of stuff where Reagan like there was a proper, I think they, the the U.S. government spent. It was something ridiculous. Like two main, it was a Dutch. It was a the big uh, university in Holland, which apparently was the best at the time. 
and one of the big American ones, and they did a joint venture into cannabis and how it can cure cancer. Yeah. Like they said, like it, like they should put all their money into it, and Reagan rubbished it and like locked up all the evidence, but it's come back out now because you know it, it gets unlocked after how many years, isn't it? Mm. So it's, it's it's coming to light and stuff now, and it's getting a bit of traction, but. You know, Do, I, I, my only thing with cannabis, and I've I got to speak as someone who doesn't smoke it, I didn't smoke it much when we were at uni, um, but it, yeah, you know, like alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> um, like alcohol, it does, it is mind altering to a certain extent. And, you yeah. know, you can't, what you, like a large portion of the country just walking around stoned and driving and things like that probably wouldn't be like, Probably wouldn't be great. <laughs> yeah, but, but the, the is thing there a is, way, you, apples. What are you saying? Like, is there a way that you can take it in like tablet form where it doesn't have the like sort of like yeah, of almost hallucinogenic yeah. effect yeah, and things like that? Is uh, that what they're saying? Yeah. Alcohol. You, you talk about cannabis. It's like you talk about. It's like calling alcohol all the same thing. You know, there's different it levels is, of strength of it. Different. Yeah. No, no, no. But all alcohol is not the same. You drink a pint of absinthe or a pint of carling. <laughs> It's two different fucking I think that was things. my 21st, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> true, true. But, you know, if you drink a pot, and that's the same with cannabis, you know, there's different THC levels, there's different kind of of weed, which do, there's two yeah. different cat- categories. One's quite a, you know, like a skunk and a heavy thing, and one's kind of more of a mellow thing, which is used for, which has been used in America quite a lot as a natural uh, drug. Okay. You know, as a, you know okay, for, for bad backs, yeah. arthritis, you know, that kind of stuff. But, but what if it's the stronger ones that cure the cancer? Maybe we don't know. But if you if you actually legalized yeah. it and make the lighter stuff become more available, I think more people would smoke that than the really strong heavy skunk stuff. I, yeah. You know, to call I hate the way drugs get named under the same barrier. You know, if someone smokes weed yeah. compared to someone smoke, you know, inserts fucking heroin into the fucking eyeballs, there's a big world of fucking difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think people genuinely believe they're the same thing. Do they? <laughs> Well, yeah, a, a lot of a lot of these people who vote for Donald Trump and vote for Brexit, the baby yeah. boomers who haven't had any access to it over the years. Oh, what mm. a drug addict! Okay, like. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, as Jonesy's uh, multimedia relations, I'd lo- I'd just like to say that uh, Jonesy knows a lot about this subject and cannabis through extensive research and uh, not um, not any actual, you know, self research. I just want to say that because you know, seem to know a lot. I think you've just made me cut five seconds of the podcast out. And just because you're you're taking mind altering things doesn't mean that you're going to suddenly jump into a car because it seems like a good idea. Yeah, it's just certain minorities that decide to put themselves in dangerous situations when they're suddenly you know not of compass mentors. But yeah, um, it, you don't have to. Put yourself in danger just because you're on drugs. Um, I'm not, not saying you have to, but people will. The quote yeah. of very intense films: the, "The world is made up of cocks, assholes, and pussies." <laughs> 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 and now pussies, <laughs> they don't like dicks because they get fucked by dicks. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch that film, whatever that is. Profound, yeah. Uh, yeah. Team America. Yeah, <laughs> we can. We can... <laughs> Reminisce about apples not knowing what montage meant. Um, it's a painting. I told you. It's not a painting. <laughs> That's anyway, colour. That's the colour. 
<laughs> just because you didn't get the joke. <laughs> right. Oh, why has no one done that? Joke, like done a collage and they like did a montage of doing a collage and sang the song. No. All right. Okay. It'd be funny. <laughs> montage. Head of, head of my time, mate. Head of my time. <laughs> I'm not appreciated. It's a collage. Do do. There's just some guy sticking a bit. Sticking photos. country in one of the wettest countries in the world they decide to make kids do paper mache <laughs> as soon as you go home it's mush <laughs> <laughs> i made this mummy yeah well done get to bed <laughs> anyway so that was whose topic was that that was apples and conspiracy theories is it time really? while we're still with apples to uh go over to a pre-season chelsea corner Get in your corner, you mug! Shut it, you slag! Shut it! (laughs) You bastard! (laughs) You bastard! (laughs) Yeah, Chelsea Corner's okay, I think. I wouldn't say good. No, we've had a solid pre-season. We had a lot of our players late back from various different Euro outings, but no, it seems to slowly come together. We've had a couple of good wins. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm confident. Not, I don't think we're going to be challenging for the title, but I think we've got the right person in charge. We, we we're, we're still short a couple of signings, if I'm honest. But the you money, right where? Say again. Where are these signings? You you've got no right. You've got Ivanovic, who's your only right back, and you've loaned out Barbara Rahman, which I don't really understand because I thought he's your only other right back, isn't it? I thought it's because he's got someone coming in but then it kind of went on hold so I really don't know who was he going to sign in? Uh, Bellucci but, but he's not a right back he's a centre back isn't he? centre right but I yeah. still wonder if he's not going to play that way but remember Dave Cesar Azpilicueta he, he could play he is actually a right back he just plays left back he has since Ashley Cole left I think so who's your other left back? Uh, Ashley Cole no 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 it's not who is it? <laughs> oh, I don't even know. Fuck me. Yeah, see, I checked. I, I, was yeah, someone at, I was going, having this conversation <laughs> with someone at work, and I checked on the BBC like squad list, and you don't really have any. You don't really have, apart from Asper Dequeta and Ivanovic, you don't have any other fullbacks. And like, no. <laughs> I just think for Chelsea's defence, which has always been quite solid, and Conte is a defensive coach, it seems weird that you have such a lack of defensive cover that you'd let. Barbara Rahman, who's quite a promising young defender, go out and make. Just keep it with me. But that, that's, that's that's why I still think we've got a couple of signings in us. I'm just getting a bit worried that you know there's only a week to go now, and it's well, I say that it's a week to go to the start of the season. You can still, pardon me, sign people to the end of end of the summer as well. And there's all this nonsense about Lukaku still, fucking seventy odd million for Lukaku. Really, I'd rather not. But well, I mean, it's good. But especially well. when you got. Um, Batshui and um, Costa, yeah. Costa. Oh, and, and uh, Traore's been amazing. And uh, as a City fan, I have to say thank you for the yeah. business that's just happened. Yeah. Birmingham City. You made the yeah, last yeah. signings, actually. 
So we basically we've signed a Chelsea. This is part of Chelsea Corner, so I can talk about it, Jonesy. Thank you. What's his name? No, no, we've signed a um, a Chelsea forward called um, Tammy. <laughs> Tammy Abraham. Tammy. Sorry, Tammy. I'm thinking of yeah. yeah. And um, anyway, he scored on his debut. He's awesome. So, yeah, he's yeah. awesome. He scored an absolute shitload of goals for Chelsea reserves around the 21s in the last two seasons. And City got him on a season season long loan with no recall, I believe. And he's been given a number nine shirt. So, yeah. So much potential. Yeah. But we've got Trey Oye coming through, who played quite a bit towards the end of last season, but he scored like three times in friendlies already. So, again, we're looking good strikers wise. I still think Costa wants to go, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, so who knows? I'm good. Although, interesting question. This is for all of you guys. So, Kante, we got Kante from Leicester, who I think has got to be one of the biggest signings of the season. Like, genuinely, for the money, I think it's, only, yeah. it's like 25, 30 million, which I know it's still a lot, but the type of player is, I mean, that's phenomenal. If you're talking, what, Man United are literally, they're just about to buy Pogba now, aren't they? Finally, he's got medical, I think. So, that's going to be 90 odd million. Like, why? Genuinely, why would you leave Leicester to go to Chelsea? So you're in Champions League. Do you just think maybe Leicester are literally a one and done and that's it? Or... Money, money, Well, money, the money's money. not much. No, money. no, no. Yeah. You say that. I thought this. Leicester could have offered. Leicester would have offered him exactly the same. They would have offered him exactly the same. It's got nothing yeah, to do with money. Leicester have got a lot of money. Yeah, Leicester yep. have got a lot of money. Seriously? Yeah. So it's not money. Fair enough. Crazy, isn't it? So yeah. in my head, I'm like, the only thing I can think of is that he thinks, you know, well... You know, Chelsea were big. We are big. I, well, I still think we are. I think I think we're we've had a blip. I think we'll be back up there. But why would you leave the champions and playing in Champions League to go to a club that's not? It seems really risky, almost. But where do you think Chelsea? Oh, sorry, Leicester will finish this season. <sighs> Honestly, oh. but I don't think they're finishing top six. Seventh. Yeah. Seventh, yeah. I'd, I'd have to say I'd have to go that field. I think six. I I just think people have sussed them now. I know. I know. Towards it, you've got to realise like people sussed Leicester a lot towards the end of last season, and they ground out a lot of one-nil wins, and their defence mm. carried them over the end. Mm. Really, very similar to Chelsea the year before. We had an awesome start to the season, and then our defence carried us over the end, and that's what happened to Leicester. So I think unless they dramatically change the way they play or get some serious new signings, which they haven't. They've got no, no new players, none. Players, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I think they're in trouble. Not, no, not trouble, sorry, you know what I mean. As in trouble winning the title, then no, no way. I'm with Phil, 7th, 8th, maybe if they're lucky. Cool. Although I would say that the, the, they've signed a defensive, another French defensive midfielder instead of Kante, who looks fucking decent. I can't remember his name. He's signing from like Nice. And actually, Kante out, that guy in, the squad's effectively still the same as it was last yeah. year because they haven't lost Mahrez, they haven't lost Vardy, but, um, and they haven't lost Drinkwater. But, so if that guy comes good, they're still looking fairly strong. And they've actually got a few young players, so I, I could be wrong with what I've just said, but I don't know. Um, no, I agree. Sorry, Jonesy, as leader of the podcast, um, it's been quite sport-heavy. Linchpin. It has. Yeah, it has been very sport-heavy. Yeah, heavy. Yeah. I, I, it's a sport, I feel that yeah. I need to help the out a bit. Should we talk about f- babies and fluffy bunnies and puppies for our lady peoples? No, I was going to say if Apple's or anybody's got any funny stories that's happened to them this week that wow. would be podcast wow. worthy. Okay, funny stories. Oh. Not really. <laughs> Why? Who's got funny stories? Are you, are you aware of a funny story? 
No. No. Oh, okay. Worst skit ever. Me, Megan, Jen did the London bike ride on Sunday. That was quite funny. That was good. I had a decade. Oh, I saw there was lots of po- lots of photos of you outside of McDonald's by a big pile of bin bags. <laughs> yeah. What's that about? Yeah, we stopped talking Five miles in, we went to Mackey D's. <laughs> oh no, there was actually nice. the one the one time Bridget has showed me something on Facebook was Joe ripping the piss out of Jonesy and his fat belly sticking out on the bike. That was brilliant. <laughs> Jonesy, have you taken the photo down? Because I cannot find I can't find it on your Facebook. No, it's not on Facebook, it's on Instagram. It's Instagram, mate. Ah, right, Instagram. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's the only time Bridget's actually gone, you need to see this on Instagram. And my instant response was, I'm pretty sure I don't. And she went, no, no, you want to see this. She went, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was self-deprecating. I put it up myself because I thought it was funny. But yeah, no, there is a big bit of a pot belly. It is a bit ridiculous. You look, you look really pissed off, but I think it's just your resting face, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, yeah, that's what you know. Where we were taking the piss that you moan when you get tired on a bike ride. I think Mig will testify that I don't moan when I'm get tired on a bike ride. I just shut. It's the only time I'm actually quiet. To be fair, I just <laughs> shut up. Oh, really? Yeah. See, this is where I get bad press. I I don't moan on a bike ride either. Apparently, though, no, you just throw different. the bike into the field. <laughs> One time. Uh, Two I, times. I, okay, two times. I, I do moan, and I think I um, did wind up making Den on our uh, ride in Dorset this week, the other week. But I don't know. I just found it difficult, but I, I felt like I needed to keep telling them. <laughs> Although I am massively <laughs> jealous, so I'm not going with you. I bet you're going to have an awesome time, and I am proper jealous. What about a bike ride in Portugal? Yeah, yeah you're going to have an awesome time. Give it a fucking name. I can't wait. We yeah, go. And the route sorted finally, and uh, yeah, it should be good. Yeah. 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 Be be it's, it's hard work though fucking some of the cycling we've got some proper climbs to do but no it's a good laugh yeah, when day, you... day, day two and three in the last day are going to be the hardest yeah. oh. day two three in the last day <laughs> oh and listeners <laughs> Mig so. is going to be doing an Everest challenge at the end of the holiday so oh, Mig yeah. do you want to tell us uh, what challenge you're doing uh, yeah so it's getting on a bike and going up a hill 12 times to the equivalent height of Everest. Uh, so up, down, up, down, up, down, so many times, because uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so you're going to do, you're going to climb yep. the descent. How many K climb, isn't it? Is it? It's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's just punchy and steep, so it's not too, too much. Distance. Yeah, I know, but how far up will it be? Is it like 8K up or what? You're doing 12k or something? Is it climbing in one day? Uh, I, I've, I, I don't know the distance actually. Okay. Um, okay. Should. <laughs> well, how tall is Everest? <laughs> Everest is like um, between eight and nine kilometers high. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, each yeah. each lap, because uh, it it counts any ascent you do on the way down. Um, so it's four up and two down. Um, so it's six six hundred meters for every lap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so that's pretty amazing. To put it in perspective, like the Tour of Abba, over the whole two days, we literally climbed, what, 4K? And that's going over, you know, Not rails even. and stuff. It was it's, about 3K, yeah. It was about 3K, so you're going to do, like, four times of that, or three three times of that in one day. That's yeah. fucking pretty hard work. Fair play. But apparently there's Have a pub seen... at the top. 
Yeah, there's a pub at the top of my family's house at the bottom. Yeah, so me and Tommy are going to help you out, get to the top, and then stay there and watch you go up and down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fair enough. And what have we seen, Apples? What have you missed? What you were paying attention? Apparently there was a, a horror crash in the women's road race. Just let it go. Ooh, well, uh, I say a minute, an hour ago or whatever. Fair enough. Cyclist Amanek Van Fluten suffers horror crash in women's road race. Ooh, yeah. no, the, the Dutchies were actually picked to, uh, to do really well. <laughs> is, it, is it on BBC Sport, the crash? No, it's, it's on YouTube, though. Send us the link Damn, on the thing. She flips and smashes her head. Send us the is link on the, right? on the Skype thing. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it. I've just put it in the chat. Yeah. You've got to check that out. Damn. Oh, Damn. you got all American. Oh, uh, hang on, it's taken off the screen. Here we go. Oh. Alright, she's descended. Oh, oh shit, that's nasty. Fucking hell. That's the gutter which Geraint Thomas ended up in, I think. Is it? Yeah. Looks very similar. Oh, well, maybe we should revisit my uh, enemy of the podcast. Maybe, maybe we should. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Anyway, let's move things on. It's time for Big Phil's Big Question. (laughs) Big Phil's Big Question this week is related to a friend of the podcast, Yuli. This week's Big Phil's Big Question is a special tribute to Bewley. Hi, Bewley, friend of the podcast. Uh, me and Mig. And Jen went round his new pad in uh, Clapham. Is it Clapham Common? I can never remember the right one. Clapham Common, yeah. Yeah, Clapham Common. And uh, he's done it all up, and it it looks pretty plush and pretty lovely. But he had a gift from his grandmother. Was it his grandmother or his missus' grandmother? (laughs) His missus' grandmother. Okay. As a moving in present of a £220 bin, which is fucking nuts that someone would spend that much money on the bin. My quick, my big Phil's big question to Phil is: Have you ever been brought a present which you thought, "Oh, I don't really think that's a little bit over the top." Um, Are you hinting uh, at something here, Jonesy? Just for the record? No, not at all. I just thought it'd be funny. Um, <laughs> well, I did. I didn't really. Work like Leanne, Leanne's grand's been really generous with us a few times. So um, she bought us a. 700 pounds top of the range um washing machine so you've heard of a brand called grenge Grenge. (laughs) Um, yeah she was like she basically because like elderly and stuff um they 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 have a man for everything oh we have a man that supplies our washing machines and a man that does that and obviously this guy knows that they they had a little bit of money to spend and they went we want a washing machine. We want the best one possible for our granddaughter. And they ended up spending £700. Like, I would never spend that much money on 
a washing machine. But I'm going to take my clothes around to yours next time I'm down there. See what a seven hundred yeah. pound washing machine does. <laughs> it's really good. It's like literally. Um, it, it basically it's really big and it can do like a 13 minute wash which cleans as well as any washing machine i've ever had before and like it's it's <laughs> to just be fair, it's Jamie, uh, 700 quid i expect it to auto, like be an autobot and transform drive to work <laughs> clean your clothes and then go home yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hang them up and, for you and i am <laughs> and um yeah i don't know i've had a few things uh, we had a bit of help with house deposit which i always think's you know, helpful. So, well, amazingly generous as well. Yeah, I was going to say. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, we were quite lucky with that as well. We've, um, Leanne's family has been very generous to us. <laughs> yeah. So, for Phil's family that are listening, pick your game up, you type. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> my family, my family very generous. My dad, my dad paid for my rent when I dragged myself through four years of uni without doing any work. Too easy. Right. Did, you, did you hear that? Yeah, the bite yeah. of the podcast goes to Apple's Porter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Fair enough. Big Phil's big question. Did you actually hear what I just said then? Yeah, well, we did. He paid me to get drunk. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was a bite. It didn't matter. Yeah. Right, the only time uh, Mig got me to bite was uh, over the last weekend was by comparing Pokemon Go to cricket. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Got to catch them all. You've got to catch them all. Yeah. Yeah. I caught two today. One of them was diving catch. Oh, Mig. Yeah. Right, Mig is usually... And Mig and Tom, you, all the aggressive banter is normally dished out by um, Apples, Jamesy and me, whereas Mig and Tom, they're a bit Teflon. They don't really dish anything out and they don't really receive too much flack. Whereas... So I commented on one of Joel's pictures post wedding where he was sort of saying, Oh, I'm on a bit of a massive wedding come down sort of post wedding. And I wrote, Oh yeah, mate, you can totally relate to that. And Mig Mig wrote, Oh, wedding bands as a basically a dig at both of his mates that have just given him best which made him best man. And I was like, I would I, know, I remember at the time thinking that's a bit out of character for Mig. He's been a bit uh I know, just dishing it out a bit. Uh, I, I completely <laughs> side with Mig, to be fair. That's some kind of fucking pussy ass fucking whinge. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> humble brag. Oh, I've got the wedding blues. Oh. Get divorced, get married again, sort it out. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Auntie Apples Maybe. would say if he was paying attention. Miguel, to my left, insert topic. Um, again, Olympics related. Um, when when it was round at 20, London 2012, did you apply for any tickets? And if so, what did you apply for? Uh, hockey, beach volleyball, standard. Did you get any of it? No. Perfect. <laughs> 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 yeah, Anna Flanagan in the Lenzel hockey. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else? Genuinely, I didn't, but I genuinely am gutted I didn't, actually. Like, I was a bit kind of, I don't know, I was just like, oh, everyone was making a big fuss out of it. I thought it was just going to be a bit of a nightmare trying to get anywhere. And yeah, do you know what? Genuinely, I really wish I had. I really wish I had. But I didn't. And that's a bit of a shame, really. I feel like I've missed something now. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, I'm not going to come around for, what, another 40, 50 years? How old am I going to be then? And yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's a shame. It's a real shame. 
interrupt the podcast oh, to commend your girlfriend, Mig, who just texts the WhatsApp group saying that Die Hard 2 is on Film 4 at the moment. Ooh, Sound of a shout. Yeah, so let, let's wind <laughs> this up. <laughs> uh, no, so what? We... what uh, have you got a point to this then, Mig? What are you trying to get at? Like, did no, get... I was just sort of wondering, because like, for me, um, at the time, I thought London's going to come to a standstill. This is going to be a load of bollocks. So I decided yeah, to fuck off on holiday. Um, and I, I, I did. I jogged on. I went to Spain, had a great time. Uh, but then when I came back, everyone was like kind of almost euphoric um, about it. Everyone's really excited. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Again, I, I feel like I've kind of missed out on something. Um, I actually had tickets to the the volleyball, <laughs> beach volleyball, and um, and something else. I can't remember what. Um, but I, I couldn't go because um, I had to go to a wedding or something. And um, but yeah, it was it was weird. Like I just you know I was cynical about it. I thought they were gonna fuck it up and it was gonna be shit. But actually, it was really good. So I was, yeah, um, it's kind of what um, Apple's are saying that he feels like he missed out, um, and I feel the same. Fair enough. I feel like I missed out too. Oh, yeah, I think we all. So uh, I spent the I spent the first week of the Olympics in New Zealand, and all they showed was New Zealand rowers losing. <laughs> and then I spent the second the second week of it in Singapore watching Singaporean table tennis players become 60th in the competition. And I was like, I, I was like reading on like BBC and stuff, and everybody was going mental, and I'm like. Please show us some footage, which is of the GB team, and it was it was quite funny because it must mean that like, every country around the world has got a camera pointed at their own athletes, and that's the feed that they get back in their country. So, like Singapore, it's, yeah, table tennis after table tennis after yeah. table tennis. We've got to watch the Spanish uh, Olympics next week, I suppose. <coughs> yeah, I guess Portuguese. So. And what Portugal, was it? Oh, sorry, we're in Portugal. Portugal. Of course, we are. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You'll get you'll get the odd round you'll get the odd roundup of um, you know who's won a medal in some big events and stuff like that. So I was keeping track of some medals, but I wasn't getting to watch any of it. <laughs> yeah. Fair yeah. Right. Cool. All right. That leads us on to our film review. Sorry, I was on. <laughs> Sorry. All right. That leads us on to our film review, which this week was. <laughs> Uh, high was it Fast Times at Richmond High? So Fast Times at Richmond High, yeah, yeah, recommended by a friend of the podcast, Bewley. Uh, no longer a friend of the podcast if he keeps recommending shit like that personally. But uh, <laughs> only joking. Uh, who else has watched it? I watched it. Did you? I've watched Fast. it. Not recently, but yeah. I've seen it already. What did you make of it? Um, I like, yeah, I, I like it, actually, I think it's, it's a film about nothing, ultimately, but it's just, I don't know, it's a bit like Empire Records, do you remember Empire Records? Oh, Empire Records is amazing. ten times better than that, fucking hell. Well, the same type of film, they're just, well, Rich One High is the one over the course of a year, isn't it? Yeah, 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 and it's just, I don't know, it's a film about nothing, but it's just quite good. It's entertaining. It's, I don't, I don't uh, really know. Sexual politics is a little bit outdated. What was that? Sexual politics are a little bit outdated, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. yeah I know, yeah, yeah no, massively. But it's a bit like, oh my God, what the fuck? It's quite funny watching old movies like that where there's no internet or phones or um, 
thing and watching what like kids and young adults did back then. It's quite, I find that quite entertaining. Past the time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I, I, I didn't my review it. would be. I'm sure people think the exact same thing about Clueless. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. What, what, See, for uh, me... Bill's, Apple's got a punchline. I, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not against vulgarity as a subject for a movie comedy. Sometimes I treasure it. But when it's used as an inspiration, so like in The Producers or National Lampoon's Animal House, but vulgarity is a very tricky thing to handle in a comedy. Some would say tone is everything, and the makers of Fast Times at Richmond High have an absolute gift for taking potentially funny situations and turning them into a general embarrassment. They're tone deaf. This movie is just another one of those adolescent sex romps, such as Porky's and Animal House, in which part of the human. Oh, it, can't, it doesn't stand holding torch to Porky's or Animal House. Fucking hell, it's a lot worse. That's so, just my two cents. So ultimately, apples. How many stars would you give it? I don't know. I'm going to have to go at Phil. I, I can't. I couldn't star it. I, I go three stars. And just genuinely, I go three stars. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel? Yeah, I'd go three stars. Three stars. Um, I'd, I'd say a good three stars. Yeah, um, a good three stars, yeah. Yeah. Let me go back to But I watched it when I was... When I was... <laughs> 17. Okay. So it, it kind of made more sense. Ah, fair enough. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, that's the film. I didn't really enjoy it, I have to say. I thought it was shite. I didn't finish it either. So, yeah. I did ever not finish a film, but it was really making me angry. It was that bad. But, sorry. Yeah, I really did. I really did. Jesse, have you watched a film recently that hasn't made you angry or hateful? Yeah, a lot. Are you just coming twisted and like no. <laughs> cynical <laughs> man I really enjoyed the Babadook yeah. I thought the Babadook was brilliant watch that recently I, I think you're what? drinking too much French wine yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> yes Phil oh, you've yes. become this like pretentious uh, you're going to start smoking cigarettes on the end of sticks soon and start being like oh like oh there wasn't enough other room for me there's no joie de vivre <laughs> I, I don't know if we're having a piss take against me or laughing at what Phil's idea of pretentiousness is. Walking around the Louvre. Can I pick a pretentious film then to watch as the next week's or next podcast? No, because it's boring as shit. You're closer to monobrow than highbrow. Come on. Let's stop playing. <laughs> Go on, what, go on, you, your pick. Inside Lewin Davis. Sounds a bit gay. I've never right? heard of it. It's a Coen Brothers <laughs> film. It's brilliant. It's got Oscar Isaacs in. Oh, it's like the next big thing. It's fucking, it's really, really good. Oh. It's about a folk singer in the 60s. I really, really like it. Folk singer in the 60s. Well, you Are guys you the have same person that likes the rock. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. What? A Coen Brothers film? You didn't even like Fargo, you absolute bellend, because it's slightly popular. <laughs> like, no, you're like, oh my god. Fucking <laughs> hell, don't mention a Coen Brothers film and act like you're all pretentious and you like a Coen Brothers film when you didn't like Fargo and Fargo the TV series. You absolute fucking joke. I think they're both overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Big Phil, big words. <laughs> oh, <James. laughs> 
This is what winds me up. They actually, I read an article recently that says that if you don't like popular things, so if you're always that person that likes the, the thing that's really different, you cannot, have a critical, uh, you cannot have a critical opinion of um, the whole spectrum of movies and music. And I would appreciate that Apple was back when I was at uni. I was a bit like that because I was like, I'm not listening to pop music, fuck that. But... <laughs> And actually, it probably does give you a critical outlook of being able to critically assess things correctly because you're so close-minded to popular things. And that is exactly Jonesy. No, exactly I like Jonesy. popular things. I like the rock films. I like films with I Jason Stratham. I like Robbie Williams. What is the fucking... I like popular stuff. <laughs> right, when was the anyway. last time you liked popular stuff, though? It was about 15 oh, years ago. something new <laughs> popular, not... Name something you liked that you didn't like between 18 and 20 years old and it's now become quite kitsch and retro to like. <laughs> I, I like yeah. Fast and the Furious films and shit like that. <laughs> Which came out when you were about 18 to 20 years well, old. The last one came out last year. I like that. So the film for next next podcast, Apples You Have to Watch It, is Inside yeah, Little Davis. Inside Lewin Davis. Okay. Is it on? I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's not on Netflix, but. Oh. It just sounds like some really weird Welsh porn, if I'm honest. Gay porn at that. Inside. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching it. (laughs) (laughs) We've covered all uh, subjects. We haven't got Tommy to play us out. So I think. On that bombshell. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, is that me? Migs is gone with a burp. Migs has literally dropped Mike and gone <laughs> with a burp. <laughs> okay, fair play. Right, so good night, Phil. Okay. Good night, Apples. Good night, babe. And good night, listeners. And good night, Tommy. Oh, Migs back. I, I'm back. Yeah, sorry. I don't know what happened. Um, love you. <laughs> love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, all. Bye. Bye, Podcats. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye Piscataway. Bye, Piscataway. We love you mostest. No, you hang up. <laughs> no, you hang no, up. No, you hang up. You <laughs> silly Billy. You silly Billy. You Stop silly Billy. I'm really gay. <laughs> All right, I'll catch you later, pal. Enjoy. See you later, buddy. Bye. Bye.